Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today, we are talking with Beth all about PR and her amazing fame formula that she uses to help entrepreneurs just like you get seen, get noticed and get more business because you can have the best product or service out there. But if no one knows that you exist, what's the point, right? So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation today with Beth. And with that being said, Beth, welcome into the podcast. It's great to have you here. Amy, I adore you. I'm so excited to talk about this. And I totally agree with you that if people, it's like, I'm the best kept secret. People tell me that, Amy, all the freaking time. And it's like a badge of honor. And I hope today we can dispel that myth that that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. But before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. So who I, so I'm a former TV producer um, that was a food blogger, a TV food expert that realized how much she loved talking and helping women on the business side of the business. I was done talking about broccoli and stop eating chocolate bars. And I was really about your funnel and, and your visibility and your publicity and how people see you. So what I do now is I really help business owners like your listeners, not only understand how to earn consistent media in their business, but listen up, actually leverage it for revenue because you and I and all of our friends do not have hobbies. We have actual businesses that we're making real money in. And I'm tired of people saying to me, well, PR doesn't work for me. If PR didn't work for you, listen to this whole podcast because it was your fault. Yeah. And nothing else. I love it. I love it. And I cannot wait to discuss this even more because there's a lot of mistakes that entrepreneurs are making out there. And that really does keep us back from revenue. So what's step one to getting ourselves that exposure? It's asking people for help. It's enrolling people in the idea that your message is something to get out there. You know, just, I'm always a behind the curtain kind of girl. Amy and I are friends. I said, hey, can I be on the podcast? You know, I didn't go through the whole pitching cold and being on social media. Like everyone listening right now knows at least three people that have a podcast that you haven't asked to be on. And that's really the step one is start with, start making a list of those people that have a podcast that you can ask. And, and it doesn't matter how big their audience is or how small your audience is. It's really about the message that you're trying to get out there. And I want to caveat that, Aim. It's not your media message. Your sorry, not your marketing message. Your marketing message is, you know, about sales and pain points and getting people to do things on that side of it. The media message is how you make people feel, how you inspire them, how you empower them, and how you educate them. And that's how you get them into your world, into your funnel. I love that because it is as easy as that saying those three <laughs> words i need help like just asking asking others because if you're not asking the answer is always going to be no so we need to push that ego aside 
and just make the ask. Most of the time when people come to me and say, hey, can I be on your podcast? You know, if it's aligned, I will absolutely entertain that opportunity. And it may not be right now. Okay, this isn't something right now that really aligns with what we're doing, our content strategy. But hey, in the future, absolutely. I have a list of people that I will reach out to when the timing is right. So I think it's very important to make that ask and then to proactively follow up as well. Because let's face it, you and I get pitched all the time for things. So all I think that it's important that you do follow up when it's appropriate. Don't follow up every single day because that's just going to annoy me <laughs> and I'm going to like put you in a folder and forget about it. But no, follow not up. Happen. Right, exactly. Follow up in a way that shows me, okay, what's the value that you can bring to my listeners? 100%. And I want to tell everyone out there, if you don't know Amy, do not cold pitch her, right? Do Thank not you. say, hey, can I be on your podcast? I don't yeah. want you to get a list of people. It's like people that, who's in your squad? Who are those networking calls you go to all the time? Who are the people that you speak to? So I'm talking about warm leads. I'm talking about people you actually know. You actually know how many kids they have, right? You actually know what their husband's name is. You actually know what state they live in, something like that. But I want people to start there. The other place that I think is really easy to start is your hometown. Yes. So most hometowns have a newspaper or at least have a Facebook group. So when I was looking for, so I'm also, I know you didn't mention it, but I'm also a cocktail cookbook author. That part comes out of my, my food, my, you know, my legacy in food. Um, when I was looking for a book agent, I literally went to my town's Facebook page and wrote, who here knows a book agent? Eight perfect strangers. I mean, nobody connected. The only connection is we lived in the same town, put me in touch with book agents that I didn't know. And I actually got on the phone with most of them. And I have a book because I got a deal. Right. So thinking about that, go, I want you to go on there. And if you do it, post about it and please tag Amy and I just write who here has a podcast in business, in health, in fitness, whatever your genre is, who here works in media. Let's see, you know, I live close to New York city. So when I put that in, there are people who work in TV in New York city, but and it doesn't matter where you live in the world. Somebody in your area has something that you can collaborate on. I think sometimes when we go to media, people are like, well, I need to be on the Today Show. <laughs> like, <laughs> and pe um, people say that to me and I'll I'd be like, amazing. What kind of me? Like, sh show me your reel. Where's your reel? Where's your media kit? Show me your stuff. And they're like, oh, I haven't done anything. And I'm like, then why the hell do you think you should be on the Today Show? Because that's going to ruin your business. Like, it's not yeah. that we need to start small. It's that we need to start strategic and think about where our clients are, where our clients are coming from and not those vanity ego ones. Because as you grow and you get to be on those platforms, then the vanity ones come in. Then the, you know, I've been on all the stuff. It's how I use it and make money from it. That's the important part. It's the strategy behind it. It's really, like you said, being strategic about it. And that's a great point that you made about start local, start in your hometown. That was my number one leading lead gen source when i had my first business it was a residential home organizing company we had this little like town magazine that would come out and feature local businesses well i reached out to them marie kondo was really big at the time home edit all of the things so i'm like well how can i make this work well guess what in my little city of canton ohio we have this you can have those same services that people are paying you know in these major cities for 
right here. And that really turned into such a beautiful opportunity. And I think as entrepreneurs, we discount that. We're like, oh, but exactly as you said, you know, be strategic, go where your people are. Where are those people at? What are they consuming? What are they doing? Position yourself strategically into their world. It's brilliant. It, because I get a lot of like the Today Show, Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Insider, and my questions are always like, are your people reading that? <laughs> like, yeah. are And because if your people are business savvy, depending on where they are in their career, like I know what it means to be in those magazines and where you are in the magazine, I can tell if it was somebody, a friend of yours put you in because they have a column or you actually, you know, worked with an editor, like there is a difference. But most clients in the, I think it, mostly in the coaching realm, that it that doesn't actually matter, right? I'd rather you focus on the podcast they're listening to and show up in the networking places they're listening to. Media is not just being on TV, even though that is my favorite medium, and I want all my clients to be on TV. Um, but it's about where your people are already listening, watching, and reading. And if you can go ask them again, go back to the people, go back to your roots. Where are you listening, watching, and reading? You'd be so surprised. Where you know I get this a lot, so I tell my clients to do that. And they're like, well, my client, I don't get a lot of replies when I ask my people stuff, you know, when I, when I send them emails, when I'm asking them to reply, I'm like this time, enroll them in what you're trying to do. Tell them you're trying to expand your visibility. Tell them you're working on building your business. It's okay to be a business coach and tell people you're working on your business because you should be. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and, and you can't do it in a silo. You can't do it by yourself. So when my clients go back and ask their people or survey their people where they're reading, watching, and listening, guess what? They always get answers. And that happens to me too. Like I'll ask my, what kind of media do you want to be on? And I get crickets. And I'm like, what are you watching? And they're like, well, we love Riverdale. And I'm like, what the hell is that? By the way, obsessed now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how much I love turning my brain off and watching really bad TV. But you know, so bad it's good. But I think that's something that a lot of people they they're I have a, you and I have a strategic brain I go to strategy first so I want everyone listening that if you don't start incorporating real strategy into what you're doing and like you said before let's talk a little bit about ego let's talk a little bit about what holds you back because um, I'm actually preparing for a keynote right now and my keynote title is ask for what you want and I get very concerned about my clients and concerned about the women in my circles that we don't ask for what we want enough. And it's not that like brash, like, hey, give it to me. It's telling your people what you want. Like, so I was on the Drew Barrymore show in 22, in 2022. I told everybody and their mother for about a year that I wanted to be on the show. Yeah, you know, I, did I manifest it? I don't know. But what I did is I enrolled so many people that when something came up, the, I got called. That, you know, it's as simple as that because I, I curated relationships and I told them more about me than what can I get from you? You know, I, I'm actually working with a producer for a daytime talk show right now. Um, I, this like, honest to God, I'll tell you what happened. So a client of me, mine sent me a harrow for a New York talk show that they were looking for small business owners, helped her with her submission. And then I wrote my own submission. And then because I have a friend that works there, I messaged him to ask him if he knew that producer. He was like, yeah, send it to me. I mean, uh, email me and her, CC me on it. And I'll go into her office and be like, hey, I know this woman. 
like, and I said, thank you so much. And his response to me is like, you helped me last year. I haven't talked to him probably since Thanksgiving, but because I served him, the opportunity for him to serve me was greater. And he was like, yeah, of course I'll help you. And that's what I want us all to be in service of each other for getting there. Like if you know me and you don't know Amy, you can DM me and be like, hey, can I get an intro? Like that's okay to ask for what you want. My whole life, and I think Amy, you're like this too. Like my whole life has been asking for what I want. My first job at the, I got a first job at the Tonight Show. I asked for, I asked for the job. I got my job in New York at MTV. I literally saw a guy in the bar with an MTV t-shirt on. And I said, hey, how do you get to work there? And he worked in HR. Like my whole life has been asking for what I want. I spoke at PodFest. I told him I wanted to speak. I didn't apply. I said, hey, I want to speak. You know, like it, I applied after that. But I think that we get so wrapped up in like in the questions I get all the time are, could I, should I? how do I? And I'm like, just say it. Like, that's usually my answer. Right. Like, and they're like, and if you're, if you're saying to yourself, okay, Beth, I hear you. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, but should I? The answer is yes. The answer yeah. is yes. I, I'm from Jersey. I know, Amy, I know you're not a Jersey girl, but I think inside you are a little Jersey in you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, the, it's just how I've, because you're so, I'm so surprised sometimes at the idea that people don't want to help each other because I think, and I know you've helped me, I've helped you, like we're going to support each other. Like that's how I've built my business for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, it's one of those, it's a, I feel like it's a, um, what's the right word? It's a block. It's a mental block that actually we're not talking about. I agree. I agree 100% that it's a mental block. And I think a lot of it stems back to, you know, just our, our culture, our societal norms that okay, you know, you don't want to be a bother. We tell ourselves these stories. We have these narratives running deep that, you know, it, don't ask for what you want. You know, you should just be happy with what you have. But in doing no. so, we're blocking those opportunities. They're literally right in front of us. Like you said, you saw this guy with a t-shirt on. You're like, hey, wh- what's the worst thing that happens? He's like, okay, well, she was a wackadoodle. Okay, guess what? You're not going to be the first, not going to be last. And he's going to forget about it five minutes later. Like, he thought I was a wackadoodle anyway. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) But I mean, it's, we discount ourselves and we block ourselves from these opportunities before we even make the ask. And it's hard. It's hard because we don't want to be rejected. We have that primal desire to be accepted. And that's hard when someone says no. But when someone's saying no, I view it now as next opportunity. Okay, guess what? Maybe that's not the best aligned fit. Maybe I'll circle back to that later on, but that's okay. That means nothing about me. And really something you, you talked a lot about was just how key relationships are. Because relationships are really truly at the core of this, at the center of it. And something is to be said about the law of reciprocity, right? A hundred percent. And media is all about relationships. Yes. Like, so I have, I know you're not doing video, but like, I'll show you, Amy, like, I literally have my Rolodex for when I worked in the city before I had kids. I love next it. To I love that you still have the Rolodex. <laughs> and I have to tell you that when I'm looking for something new, I'm going to call the station where I have the number. I don't know the person answering the phone, but I have the number. But, but I, I think that something you said was an important, like, as the no in media, you don't get a lot of no's, you get a lot of silence. So silence to me means keep going until you get a no. Yeah. I pitch shows 
I've been pitching shows for three years. I'll get on eventually. I'll get a client on eventually. You know, I, I talked about Drew Barrymore for over a year. Like, I think people say to me, they're like, well, I sent out a pitch. You know, and you said before about following up, but I was like, you sent out how many? Right. Like, well, I sent out one and then I sent out a, a follow-up like a month later. I'm like, let's talk about what it looks like on the other side. What's it like to be that person, that producer who gets like, imagine how, if you get a million emails, they get like a thousand million emails a day, right? Especially if it's a high, high level, like a Today Show, Good Morning America. But even like a local TV show, they probably get let's say 500 emails every day. I don't get 500 emails every day. Like that's a S ton. I don't know if we can curse on your podcast. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of emails. So if you're sending an email, it's, and it might not get looked at. It might be put in a folder for the next holiday they're looking for, the next fitness thing they're looking for, the next PR thing they're looking for. I think in our, we just, like you said before, the stories, we've created the story that if they don't answer us, that they don't want us. And I, I've gotten responses like that. Thanks so much, but we're not looking for this right now. That's not a no either. That's a, okay, switch what I'm talking about, revamp what I'm, what I mean, and let's and it's do it again. My people in my group program, the fame formula learned the fame formula system of pitching and, um, pitching and following up and how to create relationships because people are like, well, I just want a relationship with people in the media. I'm like, who? Yeah. And are you being strategic and actually honing in on, I want to be on business insider. These are the five people that write about what I talk about. I'm going to try to create relationships with these five people. And that's exactly. what I help my people in my program with is actually when they leave my program, they have five to 10 relationships with journalists that those are their people. Like I get called like, I got six calls for Valentine's Day already because now I'm in a position that they know I'm the Valentine's Day cocktail girl. Great. But I've worked for years to make that happen for myself. And I think there, there's this misnomer of it happens fast or you're going to get there. But no, it's a, it's a long, what's the right word? It's like a, the long haul. It's a mm -hmm. really long, I would say like it's a long con, but it's not a con. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but it's, it's so true. Like, it's so, it, there's so much of it and people are so af afraid of other people. And I'm mm -hmm. like, listen, this, this producer was probably in their one bedroom apartment in New York City during COVID, like by themselves and you're not going to pitch them. The other side of that is they need you to keep their jobs. So many people in the media are losing their jobs right now. Sports Illustrated just did it two weeks ago. Um, a couple other mag, especially magazines. It's crazy what's happening with magazines. But like, if they don't have content, meaning people, experts, coaches, authors, then they don't have a job because there's going to be no air if there's no people. So yeah. it's, it, yes, they're the gatekeepers, but they also need you and that great story and that, that great business owner as much as you want to be in their programs or be on their, on their podcast, on their platforms or on their TV shows. 100%. Because we're living in such an on-demand culture, right? Like everything, if we want the answer to something, what do we do? We Google it. If we need a product delivered, we can buy it on Amazon and have it within a day or two. We are living in this microwave society right now that we forget, like you said, building relationships takes time, but really being persistent and not giving up after the first try that, oh, they didn't say anything, that's a no. 
Well, no, that's you assuming that it's a no. That's you again, you know, like basically like projecting onto them. Okay, well, this is what they think. Can you read their mind? No. And, and like you said, you know, it, it's a no for now, but circle back to it when it's a topic that's relevant again. Okay, let's follow up. And something else that you talk about is I love how you really unpack the why. I love how you take such a strategic approach to PR and really uncover why. Why do you want to be in this magazine? Why do you want to be on the Today Show? Because a lot of people, I think, just think, well, it's cool, it's cloud, so I can say it. But what is the point for your business that that feature will provide for you? What is that benefit? I love how you're strategic about that. It's gotta, it's gotta be how it works in your actual business. Yeah. And that's anything you do in any relationship you start. It's got to be, how am I going to make money from this? Like, it's also what I'm saying on this podcast, Amy, to be, to be perfectly transparent. Like, the first thing I said about PR and business was to get people who are listening fired up and wanting to listen more, right? Yeah. So many times, and I'll give you, because I love Amy, you guys can have this, but I usually only say this for my clients, like, stop telling people your bio. It's annoying Nobody wants to hear the canned elevator speech. Like I was on a podcast the other day and they were like, so tell us what you do. And I do, uh, I, I literally said, I do a lot of effing fun things. Like that was my answer. I love that. Because I do, I get, I do a lot of fun. I get to do this. I get to do TV. I get to write articles. Like I get to do a lot of fun things and I show people how to, how to do a lot of fun things. Do you think that audience is going to listen the five more minutes to find out what kind of fine things I do? A hundred percent. So it's not only getting on the podcast, it's what you say, how you say it, when you say it be on the podcast itself, right? Mostly people wait to the very end to talk about their download or talk about their offer, like, or talk about their group program. If you've noticed, I've said my group program or clients four or five times, mm -hmm. so you, right? So I'm educating subconsciously, I guess, or under the radar, kind of educating people who are listening, who are like, hey, who is this chick? Like, I like what she's saying. Oh, she's got a group program. Oh, she works one-on-one -on -one with clients. It keeps people listening. Great for your numbers. Great for my bottom line. Exactly. And that right there is the golden nugget. That is how you take all of these PR features, all of these beautiful podcast episodes that you're recording. You're taking time to record these episodes. That right there is how you leverage it how you get strategic in how you show up and how you're using these. You can be on 300 podcasts and never convert one because we have no clue what you do. Oh, yeah. So I love that you left us with that nugget. And with that being said, how can we get into your world? How can we learn more about you? You've got an awesome webinar coming up. Tell us all the details. Oh, I appreciate that so much. Yeah, my webinar coming up called Spotlight to Sold Out, where I really push you through or pull you through my, my framework so that you can understand how to take a little bit of exposure and make a lot of money from it. Um, go check me out on Instagram at Beth Nidick. You can find all my information there. And if you do the Facebook group, the Facebook group thing that we talked about, please DM me, please tag Amy and I, I would love to share it also on our platform so we can get you a little bit more exposure and just support you on taking action and asking for what you want. Yes. So please do get in there learn from Beth. She is truly an expert in what she does. And Beth, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with us today. Oh, I adore you. Thank you so much for having me.
And until next time, cheers to making the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.